0: Monday everyone it is Olivia we are back with another episode on for you from Eve in case you're new here my name is Olivia Eve I upload episodes around one to two times a week it's midterm week right now so I was only uploading once a week but I'm getting back into uploading twice a week now I normally upload every Monday and Friday and then I'll have like guests on Um, around once a month. And then other than that, I do solo episodes where I go on Instagram and I ask you guys what advice you want me to talk about this week. So I actually asked you guys this morning, what are some things you want me to talk about? I decided in honor of hitting 17,000 subscribers on Spotify. Thank you so much. By the way, I decided in honor of that, I wanted to kind of upload two episodes this week. So I will be uploading one obviously today, and I will still have one up on Friday for you guys. Friday's episode might be a guest episode or I might save that guest episode for next Monday, which I think is what I'm going to end up doing because I know you guys love the For You Friday series. So today I'm going to go on Instagram and I'm going to Go through the advice that you guys wanted. It is Sunday right now. It is about three p.m. I had a late start to the day, but I was able to like take a shower, clean up my room. I got a lot of work done last night and on Friday as well. So I do feel super pumped and like happy and content with how much work that I got done. So I feel good, just like recording, super relaxed today. I still have midterms this week and next week. I have like they're like very randomly spread my midterms, so they're kind of spread all around. So there hasn't been like one consistent week of having all my midterms. They've been really spread out, which is good, but I definitely have a lot of homework to catch up on today and tomorrow and the rest of the week. So I figured I wanted to spend some time recording this podcast. I want to thank all my new followers and my new subscribers and just all the new women that came into this community that DM me, that support me, that follow me and everything. I get so happy just thinking about you guys and thinking about how much you guys support me. It just means so much to me. So thank you for all of your support. We reach one year on February 15th for you from Eve. And I have a little cute surprise planned for you guys. So thank you again so much for being very supportive and let's get started with this episode. This is the first episode in so long that I haven't had a coffee next to me because I finished my coffee already this morning. So it's going to be a little rough, but we're going to do it. The first thing I'm going to talk about that someone asked is how to not lose motivation during the winter time. And honestly, I kind of got a little bit into a winter slump too, like last month where I didn't work out for like A week and a half maybe even two weeks where I just wasn't eating the best and I didn't go to the gym I didn't go on my runs because in the summertime you have more motivation because it's nice out so you're like let me go on a walk it depends where you live obviously I live in New Jersey so we don't have that California weather where you can just go on a walk any day you want New Jersey weather is like four different seasons in one day but basically um you know I have a kind of winter slump when the cold season starts to come my skin gets really bad my diet goes a little bit off I become a little bit less consistent with the gym so for about two weeks I wasn't working out in the summertime if it was beautiful out I'd be like let me go on a run outside let me put on a podcast and go on a walk and when you kind of go from that to having to go to the gym and really cold weather and you're like weather and you're like bundled up and you're like let me just walk on the treadmill it's not the same motivation and I totally understand so, I think number one is realizing that's the reason you don't have your motivation. Is like, if you're like, I know I'm not working out because I love being in a blanket and in sweats and it's hard for me to get that, it's good that you recognize that's the reason. And it's not necessarily that you lost all your motivation or that you lost, you know, the motive for your end goal. But it makes sense to feel that way because the weather's colder, you're not going to be as motivated, you're going to want to stay in more. And also when the weather gets cold, if you are a student, you're also going through midterms week or finals week. So it's like on top of losing your motivation for the gym, you also are so much busier with school and work. So it totally makes sense that during this time you're going to lose a little bit motivation. But I think to get back on track with that, you kind of just have to get daily inspiration every single day, whether it's the people that you see or the vision board you created for yourself or your journaling or a specific influencer you follow. Whatever it is, gaining that motivation is really, really going to help you because it's like you're going to have that daily reminder of why you want to work so hard. But even some days, like I have a vision board in my room. I'll wake up, I'll see that vision board, and I'll be like, I'm so motivated. I want to go to the gym. Some days I'll wake up and see that vision board, and I'm like, I'm going back to sleep because I don't care about that today. Like today's not the day that I care about that. So I think either way, it makes a lot of sense. Um, And I just feel like when it comes to losing motivation in the winter, don't feel guilty. And I feel like this can be a very hard feeling, especially if you're like consistently working out and consistently eating healthy. And then for a full week, you don't do either of those things. And you kind of just like had a down week. You're going to feel super guilty on yourself because you're like, this is not who I am. This is not how I am. So, I think it just makes total sense to kind of like leave that self guilt behind you. Don't feel guilty. Realize everyone has those days. I have those weeks where for a full week, I won't work out. I haven't worked out in three days. I remember I was like, I want to run three times this week. I ran three times that week within like four days. I worked out every single day for that four days. I went on three 30 minute runs. And then on the fifth day, I was like, my body is exhausted. And I ended up taking like, three rest days. So it's, you know, sometimes we push ourselves too hard where we rest for even longer. So also try not to burn yourself out. If you're like, I want to run three times this week, don't run them three days in a row the way I did, because then I couldn't work out the next two, three days because my body was so exhausted. So I think that's also a really big part is burning yourself out. You know, don't go super crazy seven days a week because then you're going to end up taking three days off. Where instead you could go, you know, for four or five days a week and then only take one day off and you'll be back on track. So, you know, just realize that it is just the weather. It's going to be okay. Regain your motivation. Get some inspiration every day. The influencers I follow on YouTube, like Emma McDonald, maggie mcdonald you know all these influencers even emma chamberlain even though she like comes off as super relatable she still kind of has it together so following these influencers really does motivate me to be like i want to get on track and i want to continue being successful and also reaching tiny goals if you create little goals for yourself like i want to do one 30 minute jog without taking a break right let's say that's a goal you want to accomplish after you accomplish that goal even if it takes you a week two weeks to do it you're going to feel so good and so much more motivated to be like, wow, I can't believe I'm capable of this. Like I feel so great that I'm capable and that makes me want to keep doing more. So setting little goals for yourself and accomplishing those goals is really, really, really going to help you kind of keep your motivation. Don't burn yourself out. Get your Give yourself some daily inspiration and create small goals for yourself and that will help you not lose motivation. The next question I got is how do I have a good night routine? Honestly, these past this past like week or two weeks, I've been sleeping from like 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. because of midterms and just how busy I've been. And I think, you know, having a good night routine, if you're able to like put yourself to sleep, it's so hard. I've never been someone that was good at falling asleep fast. It always took me a while. But there are sometimes like weeks where I go with a really, really good night routine and I'll be able to kind of be in bed by 8 p.m. and asleep by 9 p.m. But then there's days I'm in bed by 8 p.m. and not asleep till 12 a.m. So my favorite night routine that I'll tell you guys is I end work at around six or sometimes I end at five. So let's say I end at five this day. I'm done with class. You're done with work, whatever it is. Obviously, everyone's night routine is going to be different because we're all on different schedules. But for me, after I end work, I like to go to the gym straight from work. I just bring my gym clothes with me to work because this way I'm kind of – a little bit forced to go i'll get in my gym clothes right away and if i end work and i'm like i'm way too exhausted for the gym i put on my gym clothes and i drive to the gym and i get to the gym and i start stretching if i stretch and i start walking on the treadmill and i'm like no today is not the day for me i'll go home you know but that doesn't really happen because once i actually do the hardest part, which is getting there and like getting yourself up and getting there. That's the hardest part of it. Once I kind of pass that, I don't want to go back. Like, I don't want to turn back around and be like, let me just go home and change again. And you know, the hard part is over. Once you put your workout clothes on and you get yourself out the door and you get to the gym, you're going to probably most likely stay at the gym, you know? So I like working out at night. I prefer it. I don't love working out in the morning. I know people say working out at night is what makes it harder to sleep early because it gives your body more energy. For me personally, I get a lot less energy after I work out because it's like I get so tired. But I think it's also because it gets darker earlier that it's like if I go outside after the gym and it's dark out, I'm going to feel a lot more tired. My body's going to be tired. But if it's like the morning and I go work out and I come out and there's The sun is out and I have coffee waiting for me. I'm going to feel more energized. So I feel like it's just all in my head. Whatever mood I'm in is how I'm going to feel after the gym, whether I'm going to be tired or not. My favorite thing is just, you know, going to the gym after work, have my workout clothes with me. I get dressed. I start stretching and I start my workout. I work out for 45 minutes. Let's say I'm home by like 615. The first thing I'll do is eat dinner because I'm always so hungry after I work out, especially after like a long day at work. I'll eat my dinner. I'll go upstairs, take my shower, a hot shower, you know, end it off with some cold water, do my skincare, make myself some tea, and then something that really helps me, and I don't know if this is like necessarily the greatest for you. I take vitamins, obviously, every morning, every night. Taking magnesium really does put you to sleep. So after my shower, I'll take my magnesium, which is a vitamin that I my body personally needs and I'll take the magnesium and it does make you a little bit sleepier. It's not like melatonin where it's going to knock you out, but it does make me sleepier. I'll take my nightly vitamins, I'll make myself some tea, I'll grab a little snack and I'll get into bed and I'll drink my tea, eat my snack and then watch a little bit of YouTube or just a TV show until I get super sleepy. If I have to be awake early the next morning and I don't and I literally cannot fall asleep, like I can't sleep, I will take a melatonin gummy. Um, and i'll like pop one in and i'll knock out right away I try not to do these There was a point where I was taking these every single night because of my school schedule I had to be awake so I had to sleep early And it was so hard for me to sleep early So I used to take them a lot And now I don't take them as much or you know rely on them as much But I still do really really like them For like the days that I need them. So when it comes to having a good night routine You just need to have a schedule and a structure like the routine I just told you that works out perfect for me right now because that's my current work schedule And that's my current school schedule, but you know today's a sunday. I don't have to be at school I don't have to be at work. I'm kind of just working on my own time I think i'm gonna go watch football later To kind of you know, hang out with my friends and then when i'm not going to go to the gym today I'm, not going to go to the gym tonight Probably will have dinner with my friends. So it's like when I get home, my routine is going to be a little bit different. And all I'm going to do is my skincare, brush my teeth, and get into bed. So obviously, your routine is going to be different for every single person. But I think like sitting down with yourself and going through your calendar, I plan and everything so much because I like to have structure in my days. And I know that that's how I'll get the most amount of work done is if I sit down and I, you know, Write down everything I have to do for the week. So that way you can kind of see, oh, on Tuesday, I have class till two and I have to do this after. So I'll be ready to start my night routine at six or, you know, whatever it is. So that way you'll kind of be able to see what day you can work out, what time you can work out. Do I have time to go grocery shopping? Do I have time to get my nails done, et cetera, et cetera? So I think that will really help you because it will help you put structure into your routine and help you kind of stay consistent with it. But obviously everyone's is going to be different, but I think planning it is your best way to have a really good one that you're going to stay consistent with. The next thing I'm going to talk about is how can I improve my mental health? I think obviously, and this goes kind of for every advice or question I answer, it's going to be different for everyone. You know, you could either be someone where You're upset and the only thing you want to do when you're upset is you want to cry about it. You don't want to talk to anyone. You don't want to be around anyone. You want to sit in your room and you want to cry and you want to just deal with it yourself. Or you can be super stressed out and anxious and be like, I have to be around people. I have to talk to someone about this. I have to vent to someone. Both ways are fine. Everyone's going to deal with anxiety and sadness and everything in a different way. Everyone, every single person deals with it in a different way. When it comes to improving it, And avoiding these anxious thoughts and avoiding these like weird, like sad feelings that we get once in a while for no reason. I think that it has to do with what we do every single day. It's not something where we can just wake up and light a candle, put on a face mask, take a bath, and be like, my mental health is cured. No. It's gonna, we have to add practices into our daily life, and that's how we're gonna improve our mental health. You can't just wake up one morning and journal and meditate and take a bath, light a candle, do a face mask, and feel, you'll feel better for the day, but you won't feel better for the rest of your life. So you have to incorporate things into your daily life because that's how it's gonna improve it in the long run. For me, I get anxious a lot, I get anxious about a lot of different things. I kind of overthink myself to a point where I get super upset. I'll be like, this person's mad at me. This person's mad at me, you know, whatever it is. And I just get super upset for things that didn't even happen. Like I get super sad and I'm like, nothing happened. Like, why am I upset about this? This didn't even happen. This is something I created in my own head. Like this is not okay for my brain to just be making these things up and thinking these things like this is really hurting me. And once I kind of realize that I'm doing this to myself and I'm controlling my mind in these ways, I try to think of things that I can incorporate into my daily life that will help me avoid that. So number one, words of gratitude. Tell yourself what you're thankful for. I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for my relationship. I'm thankful that I know Christ. You know, I'm thankful for all these things. And if I write that down every single day, that's going to make me go into the day with a better like mindset. You know, I'm going into the day. Knowing all these things that I have behind me that help me kind of get through the day, I have my faith, I have my strength, you know, I have support from people. Knowing I have these things makes me go into situations differently because it gives me kind of a bigger sense of confidence, if that makes sense. So, Waking up every morning and writing down what you're thankful for, writing down what you are proud of yourself for. You know, you're proud of yourself because you work out every day. You're proud of yourself because you got a 4.0 GPA. Whatever it is that you're proud of, remind yourself every single day like, I am that girl. Like, I have done that. That is me. Like, that was in my control. That's something I created for myself and I got it done and I did it in an amazing way. And once you kind of remind yourself of that every single day, you're going to be like, wow, I am that girl. And your your mental health without you even realizing is going to be changing because you're going to be looking at things in a different perspective. Whether you you notice it in a day or you notice it in a month, those things are changing. Your brain is changing every single day. It's growing. It's maturing. You're changing as a woman. And it's because of the things you do on a day-to-day basis. You know, if you just wake up in the morning and you go to class, then you go to the gym and you come home and you don't add or incorporate anything new or exciting into your day, your life's going to get very boring. You're going to get very comfortable and you're not going to grow as a human being. You have to incorporate something, whether it's like taking a different way to school, which sounds so stupid, but it's like taking a different way to school, ordering a different coffee at Starbucks, talking to someone in class you haven't talked to before, following, you know, whatever it is that is new. It's going to keep your days exciting and that might sound silly, but at the same time, it's going to be something you're excited for and it's going to be something that's growing your brain, whether you realize it or not. And this is going to slowly, you know, slowly but surely improve your mental health because it's just things that you're including into your daily practice. You know, I think some things that you can include in your daily practice is – you know, journaling, meditation, your gratitude, manifesting, you know, talking to yourself and just manifesting, praying, um, talking to a friend, going on a walk, going to the gym. These are little things that you can incorporate into your daily routine that's going to make you feel good about yourself. And it's going to remind you of all the positives in life. And over time, the more and more you do that, the more days that you do that, the more weeks, months, years that you do that, your brain is going to be transferring transferring, transforming, and you're going to be at a much different state of mind. And it's not going to be something that you have to force because it's just going to be something that you're adding into your daily life. Like brushing your teeth is something you do every single day. And, you know, if you brush your teeth this morning, you're not going to wake up with cleaner teeth the next day. But if you brush your teeth every single day, you know, in a few months, you're going to have whiter, cleaner teeth. It's just, that's how everything is. It's the same thing with the gym. If you wake up in the morning and you're like, I want to start getting fit, And you go to the gym that night, you're not going to wake up in the morning with a different body. But if you do that every single night, you know, every other night, whatever, with rest days, of course, for the next six months, at the end of the six months, you're going to see a different person in the mirror. So it's the same thing with mental health. It's including these daily practices like journaling and meditation. You can't just do it once and expect to be healed. This is something you have to add into your daily practice, and that's how you're going to grow as a woman. That got so deep and like was such a vent because I feel like it was stuff that I had to like I had to tell myself too. So I feel like at a certain point I was just yelling at myself and was like girl You got to do this stuff every single day and stay consistent with it Like I was totally talking to myself there, but you know what i'm glad you guys can relate to it too The next thing I got asked is how do I make the holiday special while i'm living by myself and away from my family? I think, you know, I've never been in this situation. I've been living at home, you know, since I was born, obviously. I'm still in school, so I am living at home right now. And you know, I always tell myself I can't wait to live alone. I can't wait to be independent And it's not that I don't like my family. It's not that I don't get along with my family I love my family And you start to work on all these different projects and you have all these things going on You're just like, oh my god, I would strive so much better on my own I'd be able to eat healthier. I'd work out more You know, i'd be able to record my podcast and like whatever it is And you just put this idea that living on your own is going to completely change you and I feel like this is kind of off topic a little bit. Sorry, I didn't mean to get into all that, but I'm just saying like I always tell myself I can't wait to live alone because I'm going to be a much better version of myself and everything. And I do get a lot of questions about, you know, I did get a few people ask me, you know, I'm away from my family and I live alone. I don't know what to do for the holidays. How do I make it special and how do I make it fun while being away from everyone I love? I think that can be really tough, obviously, because, you know, it's Thanksgiving and it's Christmas and as a kid, you were probably always with your family when you did these things. And now you're at a place where you can't be. But I think you have to remind yourself, like, even though you can't physically be with them, they're still there, you know, and that's something to be grateful for is the fact that they're still there. There's still an option to go see them. You know, you still have that option, which is more than other people have. And I feel like holding on to that and being thankful for that is really, really going to help you because you're going to be like, Okay, I can't be with them on this specific day, but I can be with them in a few months or in a few, you know, weeks or whatever. However, you know, much you can see them. But I think if you have friends near you, which I really, really hope you do, and even if you live by yourself, I hope you still have you know, friends that live near you, you can do a little Friendsgiving and you know, cook a bunch of food together and sit down together and have wine and drink and play games and watch a movie. And if you have to spend this holiday alone because you're just abroad, let's say you're studying abroad with no friends and everyone's back home and you're not able to go back home and you have to really make this special by yourself. You know, this is the best time for you to test the relationship you have with yourself and really depend on yourself, you know? I think you should do something that you love during the day, whether it's going for a walk and putting on a podcast and then going to a library and reading books, exploring a city near you. Do something for yourself that you're going to enjoy and that you're going to get excited for. Get ready and take self-timer pictures on the street of whatever city you're in. like Whatever it is that you want to do, do that for yourself at home, take a beautiful shower, a bath, you know, be very relaxed, order your favorite takeout and order like half the things on the menu because you just feel like it and you're very hungry. Put on a great movie. You know, I think comfort shows really, really help me. So putting on a great comfort show and everything like that and just Kind of enjoying the time you have with yourself, put on some music, dance around in your kitchen, drink some wine, do some journaling, do some meditating, start that side project you always want to start, FaceTime your family, FaceTime your friends, you know, adding these little things, even though it's not the same experience that you would have had a few years ago, or it's not the same experience that you necessarily want it's going to make it better than just like being alone and not talking to anyone and closing yourself off. The next thing I got is how do I deal with family during Thanksgiving when they set specific expectations for us? Um, I feel like I see it on Twitter all the time where it's like me going into a family function and everyone asks me if I have a boyfriend or career or money yet. Um, I think obviously it depends what situation you're in, let's say you're at a point where you're not working full time or you're not in a relationship and you're like, my life is falling apart. And I know when I go to Thanksgiving, I'm going to, it's going to hit me more because my family's going to ask me about it. I feel like this, you know, there's no difference of your family and your friends and the world when it comes to people setting expectations for you. And I always preach this their opinions will not mean anything unless you let it mean something. So if someone, if you get to Thanksgiving and someone's like, wow, you gained a little bit of weight, you know, that's the same thing as walking on the street and someone coming up to you and being like, you should lose a few pounds. Now, if you're confident in who you are, what you look like, and the way that you work on yourself, you're going to look at that comment and you're going to ignore it. And you're going to be like, all right, like, okay, like you're just gonna be like, okay, that's weird thing to say. But you're going to realize that it's not your problem and that it's their, that it's their problem. It's like, it's not even just being your family. It could be anyone saying things to you. Like you don't have a full-time job yet. And it's like, even if you don't have a full-time job, but you know that your work ethic and your hustle and your motivation, is going to get you there and get you to a great place. What they say isn't going to affect you because you're going to be confident enough in yourself to kind of be like, yeah, I'm not there yet, but I will be. And that's why it's not going to bother you. But if you're at a low place with yourself and someone kind of knocks you when you're already down, little comments like that are really, really going to affect you and hurt you and kind of make you spiral a little bit because you're going to be like, well, I know that's true. Like, why do they have to bring out something I already know? And now it makes me focus on it more because other people can focus on it. And it's like their opinions just don't matter. They don't they don't matter. You know, if if someone's coming for you because, you know, I got this is so weird, but I got a few hate comments on like my TikToks recently. Um, and I'm not gonna like go into what they are or stand up for myself or anything. But I have gotten a few. I've gotten a few negative comments, and I was kind of just like reading them, and I was like, I feel bad for this person because they have the energy and the time to go onto my page. Comment something, think, think something negative, comment something negative. It's the same thing when you see people hating on like Hailey Bieber, for example. And it's like, what is this person doing? They're making a fan edit of Hailey Bieber getting bullied by, you know, Justin or, you know, whatever. It's like, what what time do they have in this world to make something like that? It's it's really just like a horrible thing for to see to someone for someone to say to you, but also it's coming from something that they're struggling with, you know, like if someone's super happy and content in their life and they're proud of themselves and they're doing well, they're not going to get mad at you for things that you're doing. They're not going to make nasty comments about you. You know what I mean? It's like, They're they're not they're they're going to be happy enough with themselves that they're going to be thinking of themselves But if someone's insecure with the way that their life is they're going to try to find Other negative things in other people's life to bring them down about so that's why I don't think that you should really let it get to you because Someone saying nasty comments to you is just their way of coping with their insecurities and their struggles The next question I got is how do I balance time getting to know myself? Being productive on all my courses and spending time with my friends Um, This is something I honestly struggle with too, because obviously I'm a full-time student. I work part-time at a boutique. I do this podcast full-time and, you know, I still try to go to the gym, cook my own meals, meal prep, and along with that, try to see, you know, my boyfriend and my friends and my family and everything. And sometimes it can get super overwhelming because you're like, how am I supposed to balance all these things at once? But I think the number one thing that you have to do is kind of prioritize what's the most important to you. Like, What's the things that you really have to get done this week? You know, and it's like even if family and friends, obviously it should be way more important than anything else. You know, those are the people that you love necessarily hanging out. Doesn't necessarily like it doesn't really have to be more important like for me Going out friday night is less important than getting an episode up this friday Like i'd rather prioritize the episode. I have to go up on friday than going out Obviously, I think work hard play hard if you're gonna work hard You're gonna be able to hang out and see people too So I definitely believe in that too It's like I don't want to just completely isolate myself because I want to get stuff done because There was like two months where I literally only would wake up early, go to the gym, go to work, work on my podcast, go to sleep early. And I wouldn't see my friends for like a month or two because I was so focused on my goals and everything I had to get done. But then it kind of got to a point where I was like, all right, like I'm driving myself crazy by doing this. And even though I love being on my own and being by myself and spending time with myself and being productive and getting things done, I was like, I'm just going to burn myself out and start to go insane if I don't start hanging out with people. So I started to like force myself to leave the house and hang out with my friends more, whether it was just for a few hours on a Wednesday night or going out Friday or Saturday, because I realized that even if it's not me being productive and getting something super good out of it, it's going to help me not burn myself out. So I think that being productive on your courses being productive in school and in work and trying to balance time with your friends and then also trying to getting to know yourself by going to the gym and doing your skincare by yourself and journaling and meditating it's not going to be easy because it's like so many things that you want to do and you don't like if you hang out with your friends you're going to feel guilty because you're going to be like I could be doing work right now if you're spending time with yourself you're going to be like, I could I feel guilty because I should be with my friends right now if we're in that mindset it's always going to be a lose-lose situation for us no matter what we end up doing that night. So I would sit down and I would prioritize your priorities. Just be like, this week I want to like make time for my friends. I want to spend at least a few hours or a whole day with my friends this weekend. That's what I want to prioritize. Number number two, I have to upload a podcast episode this week. This is just me, you know, doing an example. Number two, I have to upload a podcast episode this week. Number three, I have to finish an essay this week. I have to submit an essay and I have to start studying for my midterm, right? Let's say, and number four, I want to go on three runs this week, right? Let's say these are your four. Actually, let's add number five. Let's add number five. Number five, I want to meditate and journal three days this week, right? So these are five things that you have to do. The meditating and journaling is something that you're doing for yourself, right? Hanging out with your friends is something that you're doing for yourself, too. These are all things that you're doing for yourself, obviously. Your podcast is something you're doing for your future, for your success. Your your courses and your exam and your midterm and your essays is something that you're doing for your education and your future, And the gym is something that you're also doing for yourself to keep yourself active and you're doing it for your health, your mental health, your physical health. These are five things that you should be prioritizing every single week. So sit down and write down everything you have to do that week, everything you want to get done, all your goals for that week and prioritize it right on a list of one to five. What's the most important to the least important? Then take your calendar for the week and see what you have to do. What time are your classes? What time is work? What time are your friends plans on Fridays? Whatever it is. And that way you can kind of squeeze in one by one when you can do what. So if you write down everything you have to do for the week, you'll be like, oh, Saturday I have three hours. Let me go to the mall with my friends. Or Sunday I have the whole day open. Let me spend that whole day doing all my homework and then going to the gym. This way you can kind of fit in everything you have to do for the week and prioritize it so that way you know it's going to get done at like a reasonable time and you're not going to be stressed out about deadlines and you're going to be prioritizing everything that you have to do. So I would say planning it and just listing everything you have to do for the week is going to help you balance the time because at the end of the day, we're going to make time for what we want to make time for. You know, we spend at least five minutes a day brushing our teeth and washing our face because it's our priority to not walk outside of our house looking disgusting, right? So it's like you have to prioritize like, oh, I want to go to – I don't want to go to sleep unless I go work out today or – I don't want to leave my house until I meditate today. If you prioritize that, it will be something that you put into your you know, daily routine. And then after a while, it's not going to be something you have to fit into your schedule or make time for because it's already going to be part of your daily practices. So yes, it can be hard to balance everything that you have to do. But if you sit down and you plan out when you can do it or how you can kind of excel in it, that's where you're going to be, you know, pushing it and you're going to be balancing, t- balancing time very well and it's not going to feel like something that you have to do. It's just going to be something that you're doing no matter what. Okay, so the last thing I'm going to be talking about is something I got a direct message about and I feel like it's an important thing to talk about because I feel this way and I think that a lot of people feel this way but don't admit to feeling this way because sometimes we feel like we're going to get called crazy or dramatic or our feelings are going to be like unaccepted and everything. So I'm going to talk about this because I did get a direct message. And it's basically, you know, when we overthink and we get ourselves anxious, we can't really – we can control it over time. But in the moment, it's very hard to control. So let's say you're out to dinner with friends. And you're out to dinner with all your friends. And then you get a text message from another friend, um, you know, a friend that's not there. And – you, they kind of are a little bit mad, not mad at you, but they maybe give you a text that you don't normally get for them and you're, or you read a text that you get from them and you're like, oh, I could tell that they're mad at me for this. Like, I know that this friend is mad at me. Or let's say you look at your phone and you see that your friend didn't answer your text or something and you start to spiral your thoughts into like, oh, my friend is mad at me. Like, I know that this person that just texted me or this person ignoring my text is mad, right? So you're at dinner with all these people and then you get that feeling, like in your gut where you're like I know that the certain person is mad at me and you your mind without even realizing it starts to spiral into what did I do wrong? Like why would they be mad at me? Did I do something last week? Did this thing I say last week piss them off? Did I did they find out about this something? Right? So you start your mind kind of starts to like spiral into this weird really weird kind of place where you're like I don't know where this is coming from but this is how I feel and you're with a bunch of people, like you're at a restaurant with all your friends. So you're like, I have to get this out of my mind. Like I can't do this, but your mood just goes down without you even wanting it to, without you even like thinking about what you're thinking, like it just goes down. Right. Or let's say you're at the restaurant and, um, some, someone at the restaurant, like makes a joke that really pisses you off or really upsets you, but you don't want to make it be like oh that was such like you don't want to seem like you got offended because you don't want people to be like oh she's so sensitive she gets offended so easily you know she's so dramatic so you kind of act like it didn't hurt you so i feel like when you kind of get like that and all of a sudden you're in a bad mood and your mood is ruined for the rest of the night and you're kind of like shutting people out you're not having the same humor you're not talking about the same things your energy isn't as high and people are like what's wrong and you don't want to tell anyone because you're like Well, if I tell them they're going to think I'm just being dramatic and I'm being super like getting offended too easily And I don't want them to think i'm crazy or like say i'm so stupid for getting upset about that I want to talk a little bit about how to avoid that because It can really suck when you're in a public setting and you feel this way And your mind just starts to overthink into things that aren't even happening and aren't even true But you really can't control it because you're like i'm just i'm a sensitive person Like I get sensitive about these things So I did get a dm about this and it made me realize i'm also that way and I do get like that if one if like one person makes a comment that really offends me And I take it to heart I my mood is ruined for the rest of the day Like the rest of the night my mood just like I like shut off like a light Like i'm just like off my mood isn't there anymore And whatever right. I think avoiding this is number one You can't avoid what people say you can't change what people say You can't control people and what they say or what they do to you But you can control how you take it right so If someone makes, like, a stupid comment about me that really upsets me and I can't affect – like, I can't change the way it affected me because I'm like, that comment was annoying, I feel like avoiding it is very, very difficult. I just want whoever's listening, if you get this way too and you're like, oh, my God, I know exactly what you're talking about, thank you. Please let me know if you know what I'm talking about. Like – I need to make sure I'm not the only one that's this sensitive sometimes because it's like some days if you catch me on a good day like you could say something the meanest thing to me and it won't even affect me like it won't make me mad it won't make me upset it was, I'll never think about it again but if you catch me on a bad day and you say something rude to me when I'm already having a bad day my mood is shut off the rest of the night like that's it I won't talk to you for the rest of the night my mood will be shut off it's like my emotions just get shut like a light and I'm like not there anymore so I think the number one thing that you can do is like if one person does this to you, kind of, I don't mean this in a mean way, but kind of like block them off a little bit. Like just like don't really pay attention. Like if you're at the restaurant and you feel this one person at the table is kind of being really rude to you, block them out. Like I've been in situations like that where I've hung out with a group of people and there's one person at the table where I'm like, I know this girl doesn't like me and I know that she's giving me dirty looks or making nasty comments about me. Like I know she's texting about me right now. Like I know these things and whether it's me overthinking or actually knowing it, it's like, I know what that girl, like I know that girl doesn't like me. So I'm overthinking the fact that she's probably talking about me. She's rolling her eyes at me. But if I already go into a situation knowing a girl that I'm hanging out with, I'm not wouldn't hang out with her one on one if she didn't like me. But if I'm hanging out with a group of friends and she ends up being there and I know this girl doesn't like me, I kind of just try to block that person off the whole night so that they don't have the chance to upset me or affect me. So, you know, I'll be normal i'll be civil if they say hi i'll say hi back but other than that i'm not going to spark up a conversation with them i'm not going to go into a conversation that they're having and add on to it i'm not going to listen to them at the table you know i'm not going to be rude and like completely shut them out but if they're trying to say something in my direction I'm not going to give them that power where they can say something negative to me. Like I'm not going to have them – I'm not going to give them that option to say anything mean or do anything to upset me because if you're someone that can – if you're having a bad day and you know that if someone says one thing, it's going to set you off, try to avoid that person so that they don't have the opportunity to do that because I've been in that situation many times where one person at a group gathering will bother me and my then my mood will get shut off and I'm like – This sucks having someone though that you're very comfortable with at that event talking to them about it I think can really help you too if you're able to do that and you'll be like This girl is being so rude to me right now No one's noticing but she's rolling her eyes at me and whatever and just talking about it I think can make you feel better Um, and that's kind of just something that I got a direct message about and I was like, you know what? Let me talk about this because i've definitely felt this way too And I feel like a lot of people feel this way And they don't like to say it because they don't want people to be like, oh my god, you're so dramatic She's just like that or she doesn't not like you. She's just like, that's the way she acts. And I hate hearing that because it's like, no, like I know, like I've heard this girl talk badly about me. I She said bad things to me before in the past. Like I know how she's being and why she's treating me this way. So... I think just like you don't have to apologize for the way that you feel if you're upset you're upset but I think just not letting that person affect you and realizing it it's within them and that's something I'm still practicing too is realizing that's their problem if they're going to come to an event and they're going to be mad at you and they're going to be rude to you that's their problem maybe they had a bad day and you're just the first person they're taking it out on so that's kind of something I wanted to touch on since I got a direct message about it I just wanted to let you know like I go through that too and the way that I go about it is just ignoring that person and blocking them out and not giving them the opportunity to make me upset so that's how I'm gonna cap off this week's episode it is Monday so just a little Monday motivation I hope you guys have a really really good week I definitely have a super busy week with midterms and podcast recordings. I'm excited to be recording with guests this week though, because I feel like it's been so long since I recorded with like a guest. So I'm definitely excited. I want to thank everyone for the recent support that you guys have given me. This community is growing so fast and I'm so thankful for it because you guys are all just so such motivating women, And I can tell how much potential you all have, especially when you DM me. I'm like, wow, these girls are like crazy. You know, it's like you guys are amazing. Good, crazy, good, crazy, obviously. Like you guys just kill it with everything. You're so- motivated. And as much as I help you guys with this podcast, you guys help me too with all your support. Another thing I want to mention, I did open an Amazon storefront. I posted about it on my story. And then when you go to the link, it says unavailable. The reason behind that is because when you create an Amazon storefront, it takes a few days for Amazon to process it and approve you and everything. So I'm waiting for that right now. But once it kind of is up and running and Amazon approves me, I will post again on my story and you know show it again because I get so many questions about what podcast equipment I use you know what clothes am I wearing from this what are my school supplies what are some things I bring to the gym I get so many questions like that so I wanted to just make a storefront because I get so many things from Amazon so I decided to just make an Amazon storefront so you guys could kind of look through it and just see the things that I buy and you could just click it and purchase it right there so you have the same one as me and yeah so that's why I created the Amazon storefront In a few days when it's uploaded, I will post about it on my Instagram so you guys can keep up with that. And I will also post on my Instagram this week what you guys want me to talk about for next Friday. Because I posted one this morning, I might have some that are unanswered, so I might just go through that list. You could also DM me and be like, hey, this is for the For You Friday episode. I really need advice on this situation because... A lot of people have been like DMing me and being like, hey, I'm going through like this breakup right now. Can you please talk about how I can be okay with myself? And then I talk about it in the episode. So DM me. Look out for my Instagram post. My Instagram is for you from Eve. Um, My TikTok is Olivia Eve Shabo. Everything is linked in the description of this podcast, but Thank you so much for listening again. Thank you for all the support you guys have given me. I hope you guys enjoyed me venting to you and I hope it helped you. If you're on a walk right now or you're doing errands or you're in the car, whatever it is that you're doing, I want you to, you know, when this podcast episode ends, I want you to just think in your mind three things that you're thankful for right now and three things that you're proud of yourself for. You know, what is something that you accomplished last week or this month that you're proud of yourself for? What are three things this morning that you have that you want to be thankful for remind yourself of those things that's going to be the first step in your uh, self-journey self-love journey so thank you again so much for listening I hope you guys have an amazing motivated productive week and I will talk to you guys on Friday bye